Well, I'm on the winning side. Yes, I'm on the winning side. Hello, friends, and welcome to the Winning Side Podcast with Jeremy Coburnett, pastor of Victory Baptist Church in Roanoke Rapids, North Carolina. It is God's desire for His people to experience victory and to live on the winning side each and every day. We are so glad that you have joined us today and pray you will be blessed as you listen to today's edition of The Winning Side with Pastor Jeremy Coburnett. June 9. Okay? Thank you for joining us today. It is Thursday, June the 9th, and I hope you're having a great day. And we are honored to have you with us for our Winning Side daily broadcast here on WVFV 95.9 FM. Uh, We welcome those who are listening by way of radio, those on the podcast, those on our radio app. Uh, We're so glad to have you. We're thankful for all the different technology uh, means uh, whereby you can listen in. And then those that are watching today on Facebook, And those that are watching on YouTube, we welcome you. Hope you're having a great day. And uh, we are thankful this is the day that the Lord has made. And we will rejoice and be glad in it. And thank you for tuning in today. Uh, We had such a wonderful, wonderful summer revival this week. Thank you for praying. Uh, Thank you for coming out. Thank you for giving for the uh, love offerings that were given. We had, of course, two different preachers, and then we had the uh, singing family. We had another singing family on Sunday, and it was just a wonderful, wonderful week. Uh, we're excited. The, the teen retreat today uh, and tomorrow, and then they'll be coming back Saturday. Hope you'll be in prayer for them. There'll be a lot of preaching Thursday night, Friday morning, Friday night, Saturday morning, and I hope you'd be praying that God would speak to the hearts of our teens and uh, pray for safety on all the activities, pray for good weather, and uh, we're looking forward to a great day on Sunday. This Sunday is Anniversary Sunday. Victory Baptist Church will celebrate 33 years of ministry, and to God be the glory, great things He hath done, and uh, God has done great things, and He is doing great things, and I believe He will continue to do great things as we uh, seek to please Him and seek to serve Him every day. Happy birthday today to Hayden Cash. And happy birthday today to Titus Lasseter. Hope you have a great day. And then a happy anniversary to Bill and Lynn Basinger. And also a happy anniversary to Randy and Novella Newsom. Hope you have a great, great day today. Let's be in prayer for our church. Pray for our school. Uh, Let's pray for our missionaries. Pray for our staff. Uh, Pray for all of our our teachers and workers uh, this Sunday and all of the various ministries. Let's pray for our bus ministry Uh, Pray for our jail ministry. Pray for our children's ministries. Pray for our teen ministry. Let's be in prayer for those things. Well, let's do a song, and right after this song, we'll get into our Bible study in Psalm 84. And uh, I hope it'll be a blessing to you. I've enjoyed this song, and uh, I hope that uh, there'll be something that'll be shared today from the Word of God that would help you and give you what you need for this day. We'll get into it right after this song. standing on the shoreline when the master gave the word to load the boat and sail across the sea 
Psalm 84, we saw number one, David talks about as he writes this song for the sons of Korah. Uh, it's a psalm that is to be joyful. It is a, a, a song of gladness. It is a, by the way, it is a joy to go to the house of God. It is a joy to worship God. It is a thrill and a privilege that we have to serve God. And so he writes this song uh, to the uh, sons of Korah to be used uh, uh, for worship in the temple. Number one, we saw a love for the house of God. How amiable are thy tabernacles. How lovely are thy tabernacles, O Lord of hosts. Uh, I hope you never get over the thrill. I hope you never lose the wonder of getting to come to the house of God and worship Him and uh, to, to feel the presence of God and to experience the blessing of God as we gather with His people. Uh, what a privilege it is. And we saw the love for the house of God. Number two, we saw the longing for the house of God. David had a longing. Uh, he had a desire. Uh, he had a craving. He said, I just can't wait. I've got to get to the house of God. And uh, I, I enjoyed the revival. We just finished up last night. Uh, but I'm already, I'm looking forward to Sunday. I'm looking forward to being in church. And I hope you have that desire. David said, my heart and my flesh crieth out for the living God. And I hope you have a longing for the house of God and a longing for for God himself to, to talk with God and for God to talk with you and to spend time in his presence. Let's look today at verse number three. Uh, the third thought I'll give you from this psalm, Psalm 84. It says in verse three, Yea, the sparrow hath found an house, and the swallow a nest for herself, where she may lay her young. Even thine altars, O Lord of hosts, my king and my God. Now, this is interesting because he's talking about how beautiful and how lovely the tabernacle is. He's talking about his longing for there. And then he starts talking about birds. What's this all about? The, the, the sparrow, which is a, a, a very small bird. The swallow, which is a very small bird. And he says that they have made nests for themselves and for their young. Well, here's what I think David's talking about. As he went to worship God, he saw there in the tabernacle, somewhere in that area, in the tabernacle or, or, or on the tabernacle, he saw a place where the birds had made their nest. And for David, you know, for us, we would say, oh, what are we going to do? These birds, we can get them out of here. But David saw that and he said, that's a great idea. I wish I could do that. David says, I wish I could live near the altar of God. I wish I could live right here at the house of God. I wish I could live right here in the presence of God. And David said, that's my desire for my life. That's my desire for my children. I want my family to be in, around, and near the house of God. If we could, David said, we would move right in. Can I tell you, that ought to be our desire to keep our family in the church and in the house of God and in the place of worship of God. Uh, I tell you this, uh, I think we ought to be at church when the doors are open. Uh, you can't live in the house of God. We don't have anybody living in this building. I'll promise you that, okay? Uh, there's times where we're here pretty late and there's times where we're here pretty early, but we don't live here. I promise you that. But there ought to be a desire. Say, I want to be in the house of God. 
Uh, I hope when Sunday comes, and I tease with I tease with people about you know my three-hour messages or long services, and we don't have long services, but I tease with people about it. Uh, but I hope you're not sitting in church thinking, when in the world is this going to get over? Uh, I hope you're sitting in church thinking, man, I need this, and my children need this, and my family needs this, and our community needs this, and boy, we need more church. We need more preaching. We need more praying. We need more praising. We need more of God than we've ever needed before. But we see number three, David talked about living in the house of God. He literally envied the fact that the birds could build their nest right there near the altar. He wanted his children, his young, to live in the house of God. He wanted to be close to God. Uh, he imagined uh, the, the thought of being able to live and be so close to God. Well, friend, I want to tell you, uh, you can be as close to God as you choose to be. The Bible says in the book of James, draw nigh to God and he will draw nigh to you. Brother Arthur preached about it Monday night. Brother Joe preached about this thought about Hezekiah coming and, and praying there, uh, O thou that dwellest between the cherubims. And he talked about how that he could only get but so close to the presence of God. But we as Christians uh, in uh, the, the church age, we have the opportunity when we get saved to have the Holy Spirit of God move inside of us. And our bodies become the temple of God. And we are not our own. We've been bought with a price and we ought to glorify God in our body and in our spirit, which are God's. We can be as close to God as we choose to be. I want to encourage you to be faithful to church. I want to encourage you to be involved. I want to encourage you to be committed. I want to encourage you and challenge you today to live at the house of God and live in the house of God and, and live in the will of God and live in the presence of God. Notice what he says in verse number four. Blessed are they that dwell in thy house. They will still be praising thee. You know why some people have lost their praise? It's because they don't spend much time in the house of God. You know why some people have lost their joy? This is a psalm uh, upon Giddeth. It's supposed to be a psalm of joy and, and rejoicing. You know why many Christians have lost their joy? Because they spend more time in the world than they do in the house of God. They spend more time watching the television than they do reading the Bible. They spend more time uh, listening to the music of the world than they do listening to the music that praises and, and exalts and uplifts the name of Jesus. Uh, David says, I want to live in the house of God. He says, blessed, happy, uh, uh, joyful are they that dwell in thy house. They will be still praising thee, Selah. I want to encourage you today not only to have a love for the house of God, I want to encourage you to have a longing, a desire for the house of God. But then number three, let's do all we can to live in the house of God. Let's, let's be in church. Let's be faithful. Let's serve. Uh, let's pour our lives into the church. You say, well, why is the church so important? What's the big deal about the church? Well, the Bible tells us that Jesus Christ loved the church and he gave himself for it. Jesus said, upon this rock, speaking of himself, upon this rock, I will build my church and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. That, my friend, in a nutshell, that is what is the big deal about the church. It's a big deal to Jesus. He gave his life for the church and may we give our lives 
to see the work of God go forward, to see the local church built and strengthened and to continue to be established for the glory of God. I hope you have a great day today. Thanks so much for tuning in, and may God richly bless you on this Thursday. On the winning side. Yes, I'm on the winning side. Thank you for joining us today on the Winning Side podcast with Jeremy Coburnett, pastor of Victory Baptist Church in Roanoke Rapids, North Carolina. If today's episode encouraged you in your Christian life, would you consider sharing this daily podcast with a friend, a neighbor, maybe a family member, or a coworker? We are grateful for your help in spreading the good news of Jesus Christ. If we can ever be a help to you in any way, please let us know by calling or texting us at 252-308-4600. Thanks again for listening today, and we look forward to having you join us again next time on The Winning Side Podcast with Jeremy Coburnett.